Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com starring world-famous animal communicator Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Call in right now at 917-889-2693 and join us in the chat room. I have opened it. I'm your producer and co-host, Ai Kusuhara. Hi, Laura. How you doing, Ai? I'm doing good. You know what I where um, me and Fenway went this morning? Where did you go? My mom's, um, she lives in like a, in a little like housing community that's gated and they built a private dog park. Oh, how cool. Yeah. So were there and other they, dogs there? They were, weren't, but we took Aloha and we, I threw the ball around and Fenway played fetch with a tennis ball and Aloha and Fenway ran around and they had a really great time. How fun. I know. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Like we have our own space that's, safe for the animals to run around in. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, I'm sure you don't have that sort of problem where you live because you live on like a big piece of land, right? Yeah, we live on 27 acres, so we kind of have our own, and we got five dogs, so that's sort of our own. <laughs> you have like your own <laughs> natural park right up there, but you know, we, I live in Los Angeles. The other day... I was wa- I was walking the dogs and the cats come too, you know. So I've got the two cats and the five dogs, and we stopped by the donkey pen and the four donkeys are there. And I was just like sitting down with the donkeys, and they're the cutest things ever. They just put their little heads in your lap, and you can just kiss them and hug them. And the donkeys, I mean, they're just so amazing. And the dogs, they're there, and the cats, and so. Jim, my boyfriend, showed up and he got out of the car and he's like, he took a video. I should put it on the, I'll put it on on our Pet Psychic Radio Facebook page, and um, and he was like, he's like, now I know. Oh, the donkey said to me, one of the donkeys says to me, your spirit comes and plays with us in the middle of the night. You and Jim's spirit, and my boyfriend and mine's spirit comes and plays with them in the middle of the night. I'm like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So um, Jim, Jim goes, uh, yeah, now I understand why Tina sleeps with all the animals, brings all the farm animals in her house. Because my friend <laughs> Tina, she she has like 60 animals or something. And there's like alpacas and she's got a pig and there's goats and they all live in the house with her. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. Tina's dream home is a home with concrete floors with Mm -hmm. drains so that she can just hose down her floors. Oh, my goodness. Why doesn't she just, like, she just needs to build a giant barn and put a loft in it, and that's, like, her house, and then the animals live at the bottom. Yeah, that's what oh, she's okay. trying to do, actually. Okay, because that. that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take some calls. Our first caller, let's see who we've got here. We've got Jules with Grace the cat. Um, apparently, Jules is allergic and has to keep Grace separated. Um, let's talk to Jules. Hey, Jules, so tell us um, what is life like with Grace since you have allergies? Um, Hello? Yes, you're on. Okay, hi. Um, thank you. Um, it's it's really difficult. I came into a situation where, um, like, I live with another woman that has the cat, and um, it's it's hard because I love uh, Gracie so much, but I have to limit my time or um, I can't breathe. That's how it goes. So, so is she lives in the is other Gracie room. Your cat, or is she your, your roommate's cat? She's my roommate's cat. Oh, 
And so she has to be in your roommate's room. Is that why, or is that why? Well, she lives in the big green room. Like it's a larger space, and the sun comes in, and we have like a bunch of um, like powering, you know, those toys. And uh, we let her we let her out a couple times a week, and but mostly she just lives back there, and it's it's not it's not ideal because I am so allergic to cats. Hmm. And does she have a friend? Yeah, she has. Um, uh, her new sister is Beijing. Oh, um, it's nice. Just, uh, it's, yeah, Siamese. It's a Siamese um, that we rescued. Oh, good. And so before you came into the house, did Jules have run of the, I mean, did Grace have run of the whole house? Yeah, everywhere. Oh, and so since you came, then she had to be put in the other room, like the green room. Yes. Okay. And so you want to explain to her why that happened and see how she feels about it? I want to. I want to see if she understands and if there's anything that I can do to make her life happier and healthier. Okay. Okay, let's um, get her. Okay, let's get Gracie. And she's like a little, like, soft tabby cat, right? Yeah, she's a silver tabby. She says she's really fond of you. And she sat me down and explained it to me. It's a real bummer for both of us because Jules gets funny in the face. When she doesn't feel well, her face is funny. Do you swell up or are you just, like, congested and so she notices you? <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I, um, I swell up and I get hives all over and then I just can't oh. breathe. Oh, how sad. Oh, she thinks what you should do is eat grass. I, she thinks that if you eat grass that you would feel better. So what she's probably telling you is that maybe maybe there are some herbs that could help you or some something from nature that might be able to help you. And the other thing she says And then she said that she thinks it would be interesting to explore why you don't really like cats. But we know you like cats, and so what exactly does she mean by that? What do you mean by that, um, Gracie? Grace, what do you mean by that? I mean that there's something inside of her that's saying, no, don't be friends with a cat. And if she can figure that out, her allergies will go away. That's interesting. Wow. Do you think that that's true, Jules? I'm open to anything. Maybe. Did something happen to you with a cat when you were younger? Um, I don't. I don't remember. I wonder. It's so interesting. I think that's something to think about. She loves me, but she can't get too close. And I think that has something to do with something inside of her. Hmm. That's interesting. You'll have to maybe, like, meditate on that or write on that or something and see what comes up. Maybe it's not about cats. Maybe it's just about things in general, like, like, I mean, this is more eyes department because she's a therapist. <laughs> But, but like, is there something that um, that you that if there's something that you're really attracted to that you feel like you can't really have? Oh, wow! I know, right? So interesting. That's I think uh, I think Grace is the therapist. I know, right? Right? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's that's really heavy. Yeah, you'll have to meditate on that and let us know if it makes sense to you at some point. Yeah, I think it could. I mean, I haven't really looked at it. I'll have to look at that. Yeah. Oh, she wants to tell you something else. She said she would love treats to hunt. 
like like if you hid little treats around the room, like yummy treats she likes to eat. And she said that you could hide catnip mice. Oh, you know what else she wants is those, um, you know those prisms of glass that reflect like rainbows? She wants something like that. Yeah. Wow, I'll, I'll write that down, prism of glass. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Well, you've got to call us back if any of that makes sense. Definitely, and I really appreciate you taking my call today. Oh, sure. Thanks she gets calling. you. She completely understands when you talk to her. That's the cool thing. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I feel like such a bad, you know, second mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, well, she doesn't think so. I mean, it's kind of a bummer she has to be in there, but maybe she's trying to teach you something, and then you're going to get over this, and you won't have allergies anymore, and she'll be able to go the rest of the whole house. Yeah, that's okay. Well, I'm going to work towards that. I'm definitely going to look at this. This is really great. Yeah, because you can definitely get over allergies. I've seen lots of people get over them. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I will. There's a way. Okay. I will definitely, you know, I'm I'm prepared to do whatever it takes. (laughs) Thanks, Jewel. Nice, Jewel. That's so awesome. Thanks for calling in. Grace is, uh, I think Grace is the therapist. I know. So what do you think about that, I? Do you think she can get over her issues by uh, listening to Grace and well, you know, it's it Definitely she seemed like she was interested in exploring it. So, you know, that's if if she's willing to do the work, then sure. Yeah, neat. It's all up to her. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. That is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so our next caller, let's see who we have Um, in this thing is... Sorry, let me find... We don't have um, Kendra and Deanna today, so here I am struggling, looking for my old... Okay. So we got Liddell with Sonny the Cat and Buddy the Cat, and uh, Liddell's been on the show before. Uh, Hi, Liddell. Hi, and I just saw Laura, so I'm sort of, you know, I I feel kind of guilty because I know so many other people are waiting too, but thank you, thank you. I talk, I, but first of all, Sonny seems so much better. He is not nearly as nasally. And he ate the lysine very rapid, you know, I mean, he ate it. He didn't have any problem getting it down. I put it in with food. And he ate quite a bit. Of, he ate a, a really big breakfast this morning. And I, mm-hmm. and I had given him his anti-nausea pill uh, half an hour or so earlier. And he has not thrown up at all. Oh, and good. wait, can I just stop you, Liddell? Can you tell our audience who may have not heard you before, who is Sunny and who is Buddy? Oh, okay. Sonny is my black kitty with a few little white hairs, and he is has slow-growing lymphoma. And I've been taking him to Ventura um, uh, uh, Medical Surgical Center, and he's been getting quite good care there. But I did something really bad. I dropped some insulin and picked it up because I didn't have any, and he needed his shots. And I used that insulin for him, and he had developed this congestion in his um, sinuses and the doctor I didn't tell the doctor that so I'm going to call later and talk to doctor uh, to talk to the oncologist again and see but he but since he's had the lysine he seems so much better we'll call but but I'd like Laura to ask him if he doesn't feel you know if, if in fact he is not feeling if he does feel better and also I have another question. Buddy is my other kitty cat, and he's been really good with Sonny so far, except when I came home from Aloha yesterday, they both wanted to come upstairs, and for some reason Buddy just turned on Sonny and scratched and, and had his claws out and hissed and batted, and then I made him stop, and we went all, all three of us went downstairs. Buddy went right into the kitchen, 
Sonny tried to follow, and Buddy did the same thing again. I have oh, no idea. Buddy why. just said that he's tired of Sonny getting all the attention, and that Sonny gets so much attention, and it's always about Sonny. And that's sort of something that he's been struggling with, wouldn't you say? Probably, so, um, and I try to give him attention and give him love. And, and I really, when I'm with him, I, and when I'm paying attention to him, I really, really love on him. I know. You are a great kitty mom, one of the best. Well, I don't so know. So he should I, know that, buddy. And he's got to be a little bit easier on his brother when his brother doesn't feel well. He says he wants more playtime. Okay, he can have more playtime. He won't get it. And he wants more tomorrow, weekend, but Griselda will be here, and I'll tell her to be sure and play with him too. Yeah, and he says that he wants more cuddling time. Well, he can have that too. They were both on my bed this morning, and they have been getting along better. I mean, those are the only two times that I've seen him turn on Sonny like that. He did once before when he was in his chair, and Sonny wanted to join, but that was a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Well, it's like siblings. They get like that. All siblings get like that every once in a while. Yeah, but and I'm so not Sonny him that. I'll just have Sonny to give Sonny a little, a little more. Yeah. So Sonny says he's feeling much better, but sometimes he has like a popping in his ears. But that's probably from the congestion, you know? Like sometimes it feels like it's, you know, it bothers your ear a little bit. Um, yeah. But he feels better than he has been since he had since since this has started, right? Yes, he feels much better. Oh, good. I'll still and he call. He feels but like I... he can stretch and breathe. He can what? He can stretch and breathe. So meaning oh. that. And you remember yesterday how he was feeling like he like really like lightheaded. He doesn't feel that way so much anymore today. Oh, that's good. That lysine must be really helping. Yeah, it must be. That's good. That's so great. Yeah. So uh, so he's not getting worse. He's getting better. That's he's really getting cool. better. Yeah. 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 And and he, I tried to give him. He acted like he wanted more food after he had his fancy feast, which is good. But he also I, I gave him people to him. Not eat all of the people. I give him more Didn't want that. Yeah, it's just and he you know it's the he's immortals not, now. Yeah, so I hope know, I can like, get him weaned off of the other, but I really want him to put on some weight. Yes, I think it's in you know just keep at it, and he'll start eating stuff. You know, it's hard. Whenever any of us are sick, sometimes things make us don't make us feel well, and other times we can eat those things. Saying, but he's being stubborn about eating the, you know, about eating the good stuff. Yeah. Well, what happened, Liddell, is because you gave him the fancy feast, he's then now addicted to the sugar. So he probably will only want the fancy mm-hmm. feast now. So how am I going to get him off it? Well, when he gets better and gets gains more weight, then I can just give him the other and not worry about yeah, what he. Yeah, or you can mix, or you can mix the two. You could just really mix them. I'll try that. You know. Yeah, squish them together and, you know. And then, like, wean him, wean him off? Yeah, like, wean him off slowly. But he was eating so little for a while that, and especially when he gets his chemo, he doesn't want to eat. So anything he will get down, I'm happy with. Yeah, Yeah, right. Well, well, I mean, you should try maybe, like Laura said, you could try the weaning off and then tell us how that goes. I will. I will. Okay. I will. Well, and hopefully, and hopefully he'll keep on gaining. He gained about a, let's see, he was five point eight something, the, uh, the metric measures. And the, this last time he went a, a week later, he was two weeks later. He was five point nine. Yeah. And I don't. Oh. Know, and I don't know how you figure that out into pounds. I mm-hmm. think it's two mm-hmm. and three quarters or something like that times that to find out what it is in real weight, but I I, I don't know, and, I, I, and I've and i forgotten it well, with the formula. It's good that he's gaining. But okay, he's Liddell, been, but he gained a little. Callers, okay, so like an hour. keep us posted. <laughs> but he is feeling better, and, and Buddy is sorry that he 
Yes, you're doing a-okay over there. Okay, all right, because I felt really bad after our thing, after our conference yesterday about not, you know, saying anything about the insulin and and that maybe I might be selling them or something. Oh, God. I I still want you, Liddell, I think it's really important to call the the medical center and tell them as soon Just as because I that can help I will him diagnose call. anything that's going on with him, and they might have you put him on something else or something. So I would definitely tell them. And you know what? I will. I, I will call them after our conversation now. And, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to get packed to go because I have to leave at 11 o'clock in the morning. All right. Thanks, Liddell. Oh, good luck. And tell us what happens. I feel like it's probably yeah, an infection from that insulin thing incident yeah so what happened for some of you that didn't hear is that she that she spilled some of the insulin on the floor and then sort of stocked it up and sort of used it again and um it could have been contaminated and and he could have gotten Mm -hmm. sick from that yeah Um, yeah. it's hard to get insulin is so expensive i buy it for makia and it's like 240 dollars a month or something crazy Mm -hmm. um but that it's really important that stays sterile yeah, and totally. what gets me so mad is that that specialist. I mean, they're like the best in this area, and they're telling her to feed her cat fancy feast. Mm-hmm. It makes me furious. It's like, okay, why don't we just like give them a urinary and kidney infection too? Yeah, no, that's just like a. It's just <sighs> it's just like the regular medical, you know hospitals for humans too you know a lot of the time they don't give you too much a of a nutritious option when you're in the hospital it just it goes against all common sense it just makes it flabbergasting to me (laughs) all right let's get to our next caller um your last four digits hopefully no one else has your four digits because that's happened before is 8503 (laughs) 8503, and you're on. Tell us, who is your animal, what do they look like, and what is your question? Go ahead. My name is Kira, and I have two cats. I have one named Zane, and he's black, and I have one named Mo that is multicolored. She's, like, kind of brown and stuff. So nice. So can we pick one to talk to today? Yes, Momo's. Momo, and that's the black one, did you say? Nope, she's like a caramel brown color. Okay, great. And what do you want to ask her? I, I, she's just seemed like she's very sick. She's old. She's like 11. I just wanted to ask her, you know, what I can do to help her. Okay, have you taken her to the vet? We have not yet. We were thinking that she would probably need to go. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask her, but I really suggest that you go and pull some blood on her because 11 is not that old. Okay. 11 is like middle age, so she could, <laughs> I mean, mine are like 19. Oh, my. So, um, so uh, but let's, let's ask her, ask her how she's feeling. You call her Momo, did you say? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. Let's get Momo. Momo, how are you feeling? She said she feels a little weak in her front end. Yeah. And a little bit heavy in my neck. Heavy in her neck? And sometimes my eyes are droopy. Her eyes, okay. And she says sometimes when she's eating, she feels a little sore in her teeth. Sore in her teeth? Like they hurt a little bit. Have you looked at her teeth? I haven't actually. I'm looking at her right now. Oh, good. Can you pull your pull the gums back, like so you can see the way back ones? Yeah. How do they look? Look okay. She does look sore in her mouth. Oh, it does. Maybe that's your problem. What can happen too is when they have sore teeth or when they have a tooth infection. Sometimes the and teeth are like really hard to pinpoint. I mean, yep. I've known it even for my animals. Cats are like, they are so stoic. Sometimes in the dogs, too, with the teeth infections, and they can have them for months, and you have no idea. Yeah. And 
symptoms that they can do, they can get that infection and it can affect their kidneys. Um, so I'd Would that cause like a bladder? Would that cause like a bladder problem where she pees a lot? Um, yes. It, well, if she, oh, she could have more than one problem, yeah. Right. She could have, like, if she has a kidney infection, that could definitely affect her bladder. Um okay. And for she has, you know, a bladder infection. Yeah. So let me ask her about her bladder. How does that okay. feel? She says it does feel stingy and hard to pee sometimes. Uh, so kind of like that full feeling where it's kind of hard to pee, and then when they finally do pee, it's a lot. Yep. Um, yeah, I would definitely take her in and get... Uh, get her to check their teeth and do a blood panel on her and do a urine analysis. Okay. So one of the things is, okay, so this is what I've recently learned from one of my dogs when my dog Stormy got a, had a kidney infection. Um, I wanted to know if he had a kidney infection, right? So I went in and I got blood work done because I thought a kidney infection would show up in the blood work because it would show up on how the kidneys are doing. But his kidneys seemed fine in the blood work. And so they did a urine analysis, and he had he had an infection in his urine, so he had a, a urine infection, and a urinary infection. And so they said to me, do you want to do a culture, or do you want to give him a wide-spectrum antibiotic? So meaning that they could give him an antibiotic that would cure his, that would probably, they weren't 100%, that would probably kill his urinary tract infection. But they weren't 100% it was going to be the right antibiotic or not. But yeah. it generally is. Or do I want to pay $160 or whatever it was to actually culture the urine to find out if, if he was on the right antibiotic? Yeah. Now, I'm not a huge fan of pharmaceuticals, but I feel like there's a place for them. So um, I didn't want him on an antibiotic for 10 days that he might, that might not even be working. So I said to culture his urine. And when they cultured his urine, they actually found out he had a kidney infection. Oh, and so I didn't know that they could find out that he has a kidney infection through the culture. Mm-hmm. And it turned out the antibiotic for his kidney infection was, like, super cheap. And I ended up saving money because the, antibio- the wide-spectrum antibiotic was going to be really expensive. Yeah. So if you come back and ask you if they want to culture the urine, I would culture the urine. Okay. Um, but call us back and let us know how she does. And just know that 11 is not old. She can live a lot longer. So she can oh, get good. over this be really healthy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, keep us posted. Thanks Thank for you. calling in. Okay, our next caller is last four digits is 8028. Uh, tell us your name, your animal's name, species, what they look like. And your question. So 8028, you are on. What is your name and animal? Hi, my name is Donna. Hello? Yes, and who is your, who's your animal? My name, her name is Katie, and she's an 8-year-old um, tabby cat. And I've actually called her. What do you want to ask, Katie? Um, she's, I have a foster kitty in the house that I decided I wanted to adopt. And I've done this mm-hmm. before, and she wasn't happy, but this, this first foster kitty ended up staying, and everything was good. So now I have another one, and I decided to keep her, but Katie is really, she won't come out from underneath the dresser. She's been going to the bathroom in the closet. And I'd like mm-hmm. to um, have you talk to her to see if it would be okay if we can keep this other foster. Oh, I think you already know the answer, but so what can we do to make it feel better for her? Because it sounds like you already made up your mind. Well, I had told them I would I would adopt the cat, but I don't, Katie was here first, and she's the oldest, and I just don't, mm. you know, I know she's upset. And so and I just, what does the new foster cat look like? The new cat is, um, looks almost like her. She's like beige, tan, another mm. tabby. Okay, and and has how has she been to Katie? Has she been friendly to Katie? She has um, actually stares her down and tries to intimidate her, and has chased her to where Katie's had a hiss and everything. And she's not the, Katie is not the type that hisses at anything. Oh, so she's, she's been trying intimidating her. It doesn't sound like she's the right kitty for your home. 
But yeah. let's ask Katie what you could do. I mean, it's that's kind of a tough one when you're coming in and you're fostering and you're really, when you're fostering, you're sort of thinking, like, I'm going to get them into another home. And then you tell your cat, I mean, we're going to get these, we're going to, we're doing them a favor and we're, we're teaching them, it's like school, we're teaching them what it's like to be in a home and then, then we're going to send them off again. And that's a lot to expect of an animal. I think it's a very admirable, but it's a lot to expect. And then to say that you're going to keep one when it's not being friendly to the older one, that's a tough one. So yeah. even if we talk to Katie, right, it's like, you know, let's see what she says and see what she says about, about the new one and see if maybe she can get over it. But then you're going to have to make some promises to Katie that you're going to really watch and you're going to separate this cat so that, that Katie has time where she can wander around the house and not have to be worried about being stalked. Yeah, like right now she's in the bedroom with me and she's finally coming out and and snuggling with me, but the door's closed and the other cat's not inside. I actually yeah, talked to you years ago about something similar with, an, it was Katie and Mickey from the Jersey Shore. I don't know if you remember that or not. Oh, but, right. I think I do remember actually. Um, okay, let's get her and see what she says. Okay. She says she loves my mom a lot. And I understand what she's doing, but this cat scares me. And I feel like she's taking over. And she said she feels like she's ruining her relationship with the other cat. So do you have three? You so you have three cats now? Yeah, I got to, Katie was first, and I fostered Mickey when he was three weeks old, and I ended yeah, up keeping she, him. Yeah, then, so um, she feels like he, like, this new cat is ruining her relationship with Mickey. Well, actually, it's been better, because Mickey kind of attacks this new cat, and they play, oh. right, instead of her bugging Katie. Instead of Mickey bugging Katie, now Mickey and the other, the new cat, are playing and taking that away from Katie, which is a good thing, kind of. But she feels like Mickey's not hanging out with her as much. Okay. All right. I feel like he's trading me in. He's not really trading you in, though, sweetheart. He's just playing with the other kitty. You know, can you he, tell can her have, that, he can have two friends. That's the thing. Can you tell her thing. that I'm gonna, I will get this other cat at home, but it will just take a while, so just to bear with it? She says, Mom, I need to tell you something. I understand why we foster. But when we foster, can we keep them separate more? And only put them with us sometimes. Because they don't understand that this is my home first. So what she's saying is that they're getting, she feels like they're getting integrated too fast into the house. They, she feels like they're getting too much freedom, and they're not learning that she's the head kitty. So, like, if you got, put the other cat, the foster cat in another room with, like, a big baby gate they couldn't climb, and let that cat watch how the normal activities of the house goes on without them in it, then they might learn that she's, this is her house. Could she stand up a little bit more to this new cat and and show her, instead of running, could she stand up to her more, do you think? She said that she'll scratch me and hit me. She'll scratch me and hit me, she said. Okay. I don't trust her. She kind of feels like the new one throws her weight around. She does a little bit. And that's not her personality, so it's hard for her to stand up. Okay. It's a... That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, I always feel like you can make it work. Like, you can make anything work if you're willing to put the time into it. If you're willing to sort of say, okay, I'm in love with this cat. I really want this to work. Okay, Katie, we're going to separate the cat so that you have the house to walk around and the cat realizes that you're number one, you know, that you're boss, and I'm going to really work this hard. You know, you can do that, but you have to you have to really be on top of it and really make sure that you keep Katie safe. 
And then there's another part of you that can say, you know, I do a really cool thing here by fostering. You know, one of our other callers called in, and I was really, I spoke to them yesterday in a private session, too, and I was really impressed by her because she she got a, took in a foster cat, and um, and her one of her cats fell in love with the foster cat, and Aww. her cat likes the foster, right? And her cat wanted to adopt the foster cat, and pleaded to her mom, "Please let me adopt that foster cat." And um, she was firm. She says, "No, I'm not. We're not going to adopt the cat." And I was like heartbroken. I was like, "Just adopt the cat, you know." <laughs> I, I spoke to them yesterday, and that cat has found a great home and is really happy at the new home. And the the cat now they have a new foster, and the cat is teaching that new foster how to be in a house. And um, and then we'll go into a new home, and that cat said, I'm okay. I still talk to that other cat in my head, and he has a really happy life. So okay, they, they can move on and find great homes, and you can do what you set out to do by fostering. I'm not sure if this fostering is for me, I'll tell you. That. It's too know, heartbreaking. Right? <laughs> Once they come to my house, they stay, too. I know. I give them a Okay, well, thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you. (laughs) I know that's tough. I don't know how people foster. I mean, that is, it's so, like, commendable because we need fosters, you know? I know. Serafina was supposed to leave. Uh, Bean was supposed to leave. Mora well, was supposed to leave. Bean left and then came back. So yeah, and so did Serafina left for a night. <laughs> Bean left for a whole year. <laughs> and then forced you to fly to go get her, right? Yeah, yeah. She says, "I can't stand the cigarette smoke. Please come and get me, mom. Please come and get me." After a year, and so my boyfriend, who was I was just newly dating him at the time, he's like, "You gotta fly to New York and get that bunny." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, you're the right man, and I'm planning a trip to New York." <laughs> so then you flew with Bean, like in the airplane. Oh, yeah, and she, I had to take her out going through security and stuff. She was so good. <laughs> On the way to New York, though, she was the funniest thing. I had one of those cloth carriers, you know, like the ones that are like kind of like a plastic cloth, you know. And, yeah. And uh, the night, the middle of the night before we had to leave for New York at 5 o'clock in the morning, she chewed the – she chewed the – um. She chewed it open so it had this big hole in it. But I left it in her cage so she would get used to it. So I had to, I was like, what do I do? And, like, my friend was like, I know the shoe repair guy. Let's call the shoe repair guy. <laughs> he opened up the shop so he could fix Bean's carrier. I was so nervous that she was going to chew through it in the middle of the flight. But she didn't. She was as good as gold. That's so good. I know. Could you imagine a loose bunny on an airplane? On an airplane, I know. (laughs) She was such a good girl. I feel so bad I sent her away for a year. (laughs) Well, she got you back. Let's go to our next caller, 0184. 0184, please tell us your name and your animal. What's your animal's name? What species, dead or alive? All that stuff. So go ahead. Okay. I'm Rachel, and the cat is Nutter Butter. He's oh, uh, tabby. You guys, you guys know who Nutter Butter is. Um, yeah. He, he actually is, is doing really, really well with all of the other cats. He's been, um, he's been super patient, but we're about to have a little bit of, well, not a little, uh, kind of a big change in the house. The the girl who lives downstairs who has lived um, essentially in the same place with us for 10 years is moving out in a month. And I want to make sure that he's he's going to be okay with that um, just because he's he's known her. He 
used to hang out with her a little bit, but um, I, I know that there's there's going to be a whole lot of change, like stuff's going to get rearranged, stuff's going to be gone, and I don't want them to freak out. Yeah, okay. So uh, let's get Nara Butters. And so you're, she's moving out, so what are you going to do with that space? We're going to turn it into a pantry. And I've already promised him that once it's all clean and, and vacuumed and everything, that we'll go down there and play, like, epic feather chase because that's his oh, most cool. favorite thing. But okay. aside from that. I have to tell my mom something. She told me already. And I said, hey, Mom. He said, can you put a bunch of carpet scratchers down there? Yeah, we can do that. And he said, and our friend, is she going to be okay? I think she will. Uh, She's... She's going to be with people that um, that are that are her friends too. So hopefully they'll they'll be able to keep every everybody happy. I'm pretty sure that she's she'll be fine. He said she has anxiety. She does. She, he says she thinks what you guys should do is throw a going-away party dinner. You think so, baby? And he says, and at the dinner, you can say, I forgive and forget. Okay. That it does. It definitely does. That's so interesting. He's like, see, these animals are such good therapists. He's my little warrior philosopher is what we call him. <laughs> That's so cool, Rachel. Yeah. He says he's excited to play down there. Oh, I bet you are. It's a whole bunch of space with a carpet. You can jump around and not land on hardwood. Oh, so it is carpet. So yeah. he's asking if he can scratch the carpet. Yeah, he used to have their their last tree when he was little was carpeted, and he turned that into a great abstract art piece. So I'm oh. pretty sure he can find a spot. But I can yeah. get... Get carpet door hangers too that you can tear up, baby. Yeah, maybe so that he doesn't ruin the actual carpet on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's cool that he's listening to you and he knows what you're saying. That's great. Uh, I try really, really hard to to make sure I'm actually communicating and focusing with them because I don't want them to be surprised or anxious or upset. Yeah, he totally guessed it. It was like I was just reiterating it for him. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Nutter Butter? Yeah, he says for you to do the tapping mirror thing. What's the tapping mirror thing, Nutter Butter? He says it's when you look in the mirror and you say, that girl is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do something oh, like that? He told uh back when we had a our first private session, I think he told me that he thought I should start doing that. And so there when I'm going outside, I'll actually go to the the hanging mirror in the hallway and I'll say, "Okay, Nutter, it's time for the mirror thing." And we do that and then we do our stretches, the ceiling and the floor, and then I go run whatever errands I have to run. Oh, I love it. Oh, That's great. Uh, well, thanks for calling in, Rachel. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. All right, bye. Bye, Nutter. Our favorite, one of our favorite <laughs> callers. I love Nutter. Okay, uh, let's keep going. 3020, your name, your animal's name. Tell me what your animal looks like, if they're uh, alive or dead, and so forth. So 3020, you are on. Hello, um, this is Irene. Um my animal's name is Sophie. I posted her picture on the Facebook, and she's not alive. And I talked to Laura a couple months ago, so I'm doing a follow-up. And I have a question that about Sophie and in general, maybe it will help other people too. 
that are looking into this. But, you wait, um, let me, I'm going to cut you off for a second. Is Sophie, is Sophie the little um, collie? She's a Sheltie. She looks just She's like a Sheltie. She's a Sheltie, yes. Yeah. She's a Sheltie. Yeah. Okay. Okay, see, cool. I have the picture there on the grass lane. I so. see that beautiful girl. Yeah, so it's been four months now that she passed away. And the first time I talked to you a couple months ago, you told me that she will come back. And I was living on that. I mean, that was just my thing. I was so happy, you know, because I was really grieving badly. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to let things happen. Whatever happens, she's going to come back. But then something urged me to do research online about reincarnation. So I bought this book that an animal communicator wrote. She explains all about walkings and braids, soul braiding and everything, things that I never imagined. And um, I don't know what those other, things are. Yeah, it's just amazing. I mean, I read it. It kind of makes sense, but it's just kind of unbelievable at the same time because I'm like, I don't know for sure. What book is it, and who's the animal communicator? Uh, her name is Brent, At, um, Brent Atwater, and her oh, book is Animal. Yeah, she's an M-I-I-B-I. Like, she looks at the energy of the animals and can tell oh. the past and present. If you've been with them in another lifetime, she oh. tells details and everything. But, of course, you know, she's so expensive. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she doesn't offer anything like you can talk to. And oh. I got her book. So I'm like, book is good. She talks all about animal reincarnation and life after death and, you know, mm. what kind of reincarnations there are. So I read all that. and But then the other day I was on a webinar about if, if dogs go to heaven and miraculously, out of 1,300 people, I was picked to get a personal reading. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a sign from oh. Sophie. And she said the same thing you said to me the last time we talked. I'm like, wow. But except one little detail was different, which that one little detail is killing me, because she said she will not reincarnate, but she will send another dog. I'm like, oh, okay, because oh. she doesn't believe that there is reincarnation in the same lifetime. She, to her experiences, she said all the animals she talked, they say that she, they don't come back in the same lifestyle. You may have that same dog in another lifestyle, but not the same. And, but the book I read and all that doesn't say that. And, you know, you had mentioned mm-hmm. she will come back. So I'm confused, and I'm like, I know a lot of people out there. I don't know if there's two different thoughts, you know, schools of thoughts on reincarnation with animal communicators. If some believe they don't come back in the same yeah, lifetime I mean, or not. I don't know. Maybe it's I, just two different thoughts. Yeah, it's definitely two different thoughts. Yeah. Um, and perhaps that is her experience, um, but that has not been my experience. Okay. So, uh, and I'm trying, like, I try and look for, like, when I hear things like that, mm-hmm. I try and look for, like, the similarities or where we could be sort of getting the same thing. And and mm-hmm. I don't know, because we, what we have to do is we have to kind of go to them and, and filter through, like, a huge amount of information. Right. And, you know, some things get chosen. Some things we find for ourselves. Sometimes we get directly. So, you know, it, and it has to filter through our consciousness and our beliefs. And so mm-hmm. how she said that Sophie will send another dog, I mean, the one thing yeah. I question about is, like, sometimes with reincarnation, the, the personality is so different than what you had in the life before. Like, my Luca is so uh-huh. different than who he was before, who he was with my wolf dog, Maya. There are similarities mm-hmm. that they have that are similar, and I know that they're the same because of everything that I was told before, he, before I found him. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I, I she sees like a dog being sent, is part of the same soul, but she hasn't made that connection. I, I don't. Oh, it's, okay. I, it's very possible to me that she sees the other dog coming, but she doesn't oh. necessarily make it the connection that it's another part of that same spirit. Okay. Well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, but there's there are different trains of thought. The thing is, is that. Yeah you're going to find 
we're both saying the same thing that you're going to find peace and you're going to feel better and that a dog is coming to, to you. Okay. And that's what you have to remember, and then you make your own conclusions. So once you find this dog, then it's up to you to, to, to figure out over the years whether it's Sophie or not. You might not know, even with dogs who are reincarnated from a, dog, a past dog that you had, you may not know that it's that dog ever. Some people might not know it ever that it's a reincarnation. And some may know in the first year, and some may know in two years, and some may know in three years. One thing I do know is that Luca shows more and more traits of being Maya as time goes on. Okay. Well, so, can you ask Sophie again, just maybe things changed? I mean, it's been a few months. Maybe things yeah, changed. Right. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's at the time it was and something changed. I don't know. Yes, yes, I can ask her. And also, no, there's no real, it's really hard to say time limits on reincarnation. It's like sometimes yeah. they'll say to me, I'll be back on April 24th and I'll be there at 4 p.m. And gosh, does that happen? <laughs> but wow. another time they're like, I'm trying really hard to get back. I'll be back in July. Yeah. And they're not back in July. So, yeah. you know, you just, you have to let go. The other thing I realized, and this is so important, that the more you let go of the outcome, the more mm-hmm. spirit can make it happen. And yeah, so, I think I feel I'm getting obsessed and because I'm grieving still, you know, and I was so happy when you told me and I'm living with that. It's like, oh, my gosh, she's, she's going to be back because I don't want another dog. I want my Sophie back, right? So I'm like, oh, well, then my hopes got up and every day I'm thinking, okay, I'm not doing anything. I'm not searching for another dog. I want it mm. to come naturally, but I think mentally I am struggling. Mentally I'm obsessing, I think, and I'm like, okay, this is not good. Something mm. has to be done. I'm getting more confused from, with reading stuff, and I'm like, okay, let's just ask Laura back because, you know, she told yeah. me maybe something changed. That's why I wanted to just check back and, you know. Yeah, just, and maybe one of the reasons why you got on that woman and you got that reading by that woman is so that you can let go of the idea of getting an exact blueprint of Sophie back. Because that yeah. is not going to happen. You're not going to get the exact Sophie back. Okay. You're going to get a different part of Sophie. You're going to okay. get that feeling is going to lighten inside of you. That longing feeling will lighten, but it's going uh-huh. to be a different life. Sophie's going to be working on different things, so it's not going to be exactly the same. So maybe that's why you had to hear that. Maybe, yeah. Um, okay, well, let's get Sophie okay. and see what Sophie says. Okay, yeah, she let's can get... tell me some details, something, something. So yeah, I can So I got to tell my mom that I'm on my way. Oh, my gosh. And I'm prancing. She's what? She's prancing, so meaning oh, that prancing. she's, like, she's got this beautiful sort of step, and she looks really beautiful, and her gait is beautiful. Oh. Mom's going to be so happy. Oh. And I'm going to look really similar. Same breed. Mom will know from my eyes. And she thinks something about a little bend in her tail. She'll have a little bend in her tail. Okay. I think when she raises her tail up or when she walks, she's going to have like a little bend in her tail when she sways it. Okay. Is she going to be a puppy or an adult or what color breed something? Puppy, a puppy. I feel like she's going to be a Sheltie, too, and look very similar to the way she did in her last life. Oh. Smaller, she said. Smaller. Yeah, you had told me that before. Smaller dog. And she said she's going to have dainty paws. She's going to have what? Dainty paws. Okay, the other thing I wanted to tell you about they're right before they, right before they, um, they come back, right? Right before mm-hmm. you find them or right when they go into another body. 
you mm-hmm. feel like this ripping from them. You feel like you're really far away from them. And this anxiety that you might have might mm-hmm. be the part where she's integrating more into another body. So, okay. I mean, I would start sort of looking at Chelsea puppies. Any, like, place? Because we had bought her from uh, from a person who raises a family. It wasn't a rescue. I don't mm-hmm. know where to look. I wouldn't probably go to the same person. You know, I don't even have their phone number anymore. It's been seven years. So, but where should I look? If you're really intuitive, you're going to find it, Mom. Oh. So there's this part, what I've also found, and we're going to have to go soon because the show is ending. Yeah. Yeah. But she says, um, one of the things I realized, too, is the more spiritual the person and the more hungry the person is, the more Mm -hmm. they have to trust their intuition in finding their animal. Sometimes when people are not spiritual at all, boom, their animal comes popping right in front of them because the universe is like, these people just need a miracle and they just need to see a miracle. Other times people are like, this person needs to learn to trust their intuition in order for this miracle to manifest. So, and that's part of what's happening here. But start having fun with it. Start sort of like feeling relieved. She's coming back. You'll find her. Okay, I will just let it go and see how things go because she made me come to that point, to this point today anyway. I had the urge to look and search mm-hmm. and learn because I never knew about reincarnation before in my life. I thought I'll die and then see her again. That was my brought up yeah. way of thinking. So it changed a lot over four months. I mean, I, I think things are working by itself. So Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Sophie's coming back. Um, I think Fenway had something to say about that. Oh, okay. And Fenway's a reincarnation of Eyes Dog, Ventura. Yeah. So Ventura the Fenway, Dalmatian. What do you want to say about that? She said that he forgot he was Ventura until he was home. And then when I was home. I was like, oh, my God, I've done this for years. And I'm like, this is like my house. And now I'm having memories of things I did when I wasn't even in this body. Sometimes when I'm home alone, I have visions of me being stressed. And I'm like, why be stressed? Sometimes when I see people, I was like, I totally knew you and your music before. <laughs> All right. Well, it's the end of our show. Is Stormy going to say like a quick I think words ben, of wisdom? I think we need uh, Fenway to say words of wisdom. Fenway, words okay. of wisdom. Real quick. Come on. He says to believe in yourself mm. because I'm learning to believe in me. And I'm, like, really deep. <laughs> if you believe in lots of lifetimes, it gets confusing. <laughs> but then you think, but then it's me. <laughs> Thank you, oh, Fenway. Dear. All right. Well, uh, tune in next week to the Pet Psychic Radio Show and to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication. Don't forget to uh, like us on facebook.com slash petpsychicradio, and we'll see you all next week right here. Bye, everyone. Talk to the Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.